You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number five. Do you ever struggle with feeling like you're not enough? Do you find yourself scrolling down your competitor's Instagram feed and feeling all kinds of bitter emotions? Does social media make you feel depressed or drained? If you said yes to any of these things, then please know I've been where you are, you're not alone, and I know how sucky of a feeling that really is. But I'm with you, and in today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about comparison where it stems from, and how to get past it so you can move forward to living a happier, healthier life while cheering on those around you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, real quick, are you looking to give your Instagram bio a little upgrade? Your bio is the very first thing that people see when they come onto your profile, and since we are limited to the number of words we can put in there, we want to use that space wisely. Did you know that the average time it takes for someone to decide if they want to stay on your profile or not is less than three seconds? That's hardly any time at all, which means first impressions are everything. But how the heck do you know what to put in there and what makes people want to stay for more? Don't worry, I got you. I created a free guide that will walk you step-by-step through what to add and remove from your Instagram bio to make sure you are converting new followers and getting your people in the right place. It's totally free and I'm holding nothing back. You can get your download by heading over to sarahelrod.com Instagram. What the heck are you waiting for, friend? Head to sarahelrod.com Instagram and click the link. Answer this honestly, are you still sending contracts to your clients via snail mail? Yikes, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the all-in-one platform that does literally everything in my business. And I'm not kidding you guys, HoneyBook allows me to send contracts, invoices, brochures, questionnaires, emails, and more to my clients while keeping everything in one organized space so I never have to lose track of what they have or don't have. Did I mention that you can create templates for everything and workflows that can be automated so you can be serving your clients while kicking back with a margarita in your hand? You can try HoneyBook free for seven days and then once you decide you can't live without it, you can get 50% off your first year. That's a $200 value, you guys. Just go to sarahelrod.com HoneyBook and sign up for your free trial. Trust me, your business will thank you later. All right, all right. Welcome back, cowgirls. I am really excited to jump into today's show because the topic is so important, whether you are a business owner or not. Comparison is not limited to those who are entrepreneurs. Comparison does not discriminate. It happens to adults, teenagers, even children. Think back to years ago when you were just a kid and maybe one of your friends had this really cool toy that they got for Christmas or the latest cell phone and you just felt super lame for not having the latest and greatest of everything. I wish I could say that comparison over materialistic stuff like that was just for children, but even as adults we do it and sometimes it's only worse because the things we get jealous over only seem to get more and more expensive. As adults, we compare ourselves to others over things like what car we drive or how big our house is or how financially successful we appear. And I choose the word appear because the truth is for most of us, that's really all it is. It's just an appearance. And we like to buy houses and cars and a bunch of stuff that we can't afford because it just makes us look better. We look cooler and we like to feel liked and and that people look up to us in a way. Like we all kind of crave that feeling. 
and we buy these fancy things that maybe we didn't even really want, but society tells us that we should have them and that we need them in order to live this luxurious life. But really, so many of us are just drowning in debt because of it. And I did a little bit of research on this. And did you know that over 80% of Americans are trapped in chains of debt? And that was shocking to me because I kind of thought like, okay, it's probably 50%. And I don't know exactly how deep this goes, but I know that it's not just talking about like if if your only debt is like a mortgage. This is like consumer debt, like going to the mall and just buying a ton of clothes or wherever to just buy a bunch of stuff that you don't need. it's crazy, like 80%, you guys, that is such a big number. And it's so sad to think that so many people are struggling financially, but they refuse to take steps towards changing their reality because they're just too scared of what other people might think about them. I mean, we're literally all just trying to create this image of ourselves so that the world thinks we look cool, but yet we come home and we're in this maybe nice, han- nice, <laughs> I almost said like handsome, nice, fancy house, or we drive this nice car, but like really, what do we have to show for it? I mean, cool, somebody thought that your car looked cool, but you have to go and make this really expensive payment and you're wondering how you're gonna put food on the table now because you can't afford it because you have this fancy car. Like, it's just kind of crazy to me that this is the world we live in. And I'm not saying any of this because I sit on like a pedestal. I'm 100% guilty about worrying what other people might think about me and doing certain things to fit in better. But as I've gotten older, it is something that has become more clear to me and my mindset has shifted drastically. I realized that I would rather live a certain lifestyle and be happy versus go to a job I hate and have a bunch of stuff that I can't afford. And for me, that kind of just looks like this. I always knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom one day. And I mean, since I was like a kid, I just, I knew this forever. And I never aspired to have a job that took that away from me. So I built a company and a brand instead that has allowed me to build a life for myself that is sustainable and it will give me the freedom to stay at home with my kids one day. But there have been times where I've looked around to my peers, people my age, my friends, whoever, and I've seen how fast some of them have grown in their nine to five jobs and how they have appeared to be making a bunch of money and that they could buy all this stuff. And that's when those comparison feelings really popped into my head. And this is kind of what brings me to my very first point of this episode. And that is why. Anytime you feel yourself popping out of your own lane and getting those wandering eyes, I want you to think, why? Why am I comparing myself to this person? Why does their lifestyle make me feel this way? And are these feelings really my feelings? Do I actually want what they have? And when I ask myself these questions and I really, really, truly think about it, usually I come to realize that I'm not actually even jealous. I don't actually want what they have. As somebody who is growing my own company, business, expanding in new ways, I work a lot of hours. And some days I'm working 14-hour days, and some days I randomly decide to just take it off to give myself a break or to go do something that I want to go do. I would never, ever, ever, ever want to give that up, give that freedom up that I work so hard to have to go work a nine to five job. It's just not for me, it never has been, and it probably never will be. 
Having to ask permission to go take time off to go do something was never my thing. But for some people, it is, and that's totally okay. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not how I am wired. And trust me, the nine to five job does come with a sense of security that entrepreneurship just does not have. You know exactly what you're gonna make every month and as an entrepreneur, you usually don't. You could make $100 this month or you could make $20,000 this month, but that uncertainty is just really exciting to me and I could work probably 20 hours a day and be happy with it because I just love what I do so, so much. And especially in the beginning of creating this business when you know, you're know you starting from the bottom and you're not making a lot of money and that was hard for me to see friends that are starting to you know get out of college or they're in college and they're having fun and they're going to parties and I'm sitting here trying to grind on a business and, and not doing that whole party life thing because I had this bigger visual in mind for myself. And there were so many times where I doubted it. Like, why am I doing this to myself? My friends are out having a good time. They're going and doing all this stuff. And I'm sitting here hustling my butt off every single day. And I'm not making a ton of money at this. And I'm just doing my best. And at the time, it can feel so frustrating. And I feel like no matter what stage you're in in your life or your business, you're going to go through seasons like that. But Now that I am where I'm at and I am making a good sustainable living for myself, it's just so, I mean, it's crazy. Like you, you still compare. I still struggle with those feelings, but it's, I think back to that girl that was struggling in a different way or comparing for different reasons. And it's just wild to see how much you really grow and learn and how things change for you. So if you're in a season like that, I just really want to encourage you to, to keep pushing forward and to really, really think about why you are looking at this other person or who, whatever it is that you're comparing yourself to and that these toxic thoughts are coming into your brain, I really want you to think about why that is and if that's something you really, really, truly want. And social media does not make comparison any easier on us either because apps like Instagram are they're a blessing, but they're also a curse because social media, like it allows us to stay in touch with old friends we haven't seen in years. And I think that's great. We can make new ones. We can follow people we admire and we aspire to be more like, but we can also follow people that we get jealous of and that bring toxic habits into our lives. I bet as I'm saying all of this, there is someone in particular that you're thinking of right now. I bet there's one person in particular that you know you compare yourself to. So let's lean into that a little more right now. Think about that person and think about what you compare yourself to. Is it the stuff they have? Is it their success in their business? Is it their relationship? Is it, what is it? Like what is it about them that makes you feel bitter or jealous or unworthy? Whatever it is, I want you to even write it down if you have to. Next, think about why it bothers you so much and think if what they have is really something you would want. An example from my early business days was that I really, when I first started out as a photographer, I really wanted to be like all the trendy, adventurous elopement photographers. And because that just seemed, that was super popular at that time, especially two years ago when I like really, really, really dove into this business. Um, I've been a photographer for like five or six years, but I like really, really, really started pushing for it like almost three years ago. But, um, and I, I really wanted to be 
like these adventurous photographers and the ones that are traveling to all these different countries and like doing all these amazing shoots on top of mountaintops and it just looked so glamorous and beautiful and you know like they were just making all this money and and crazy stuff to be able to get paid to travel the world I mean how cool did that look and they just seemed to be popular and successful and that was just everything I thought I wanted but the truth is when I actually started to get paid to travel and I wasn't getting paid to travel like to different countries but even small travel things like I'm talking a couple hours um, to just have to drive somewhere you know to a cool place or whatever like sure that was awesome but I very quickly realized that traveling to me is not something that I super enjoy. I think traveling a few times a year is really fun and I have, you know, I love going on vacation and I love going to tropical places and, and different places like that. But I realize that traveling alone, like driving in the car for hours on end is not something that I super enjoy or love. And I just, I, t I want to say this too, because I feel like I've talked to a lot of photographers, a lot of uh, photographers that I've mentored or, you know, that I see on social media, they talk about like, how do I get into this traveling photography industry? How does, how do I become that? And again, like some people, it's, it's 100% for you. If you are, if you have the travel bug and that's like your thing and you love, love, love to travel, great. But my question for you is, is traveling something that you're already doing? Is traveling something that you do in your free time because you love it? Like, do you actually love traveling and like you're already doing it? Or do you just think you would love it? And the truth is you might not know until you start doing it. But in order to become a traveling wedding photographer, and I mean, this is kind of a whole different subject slash episode but in order to become a traveling wedding photographer like you should actually be traveling like you need to actually go take trips to places that you want to do shoots at because nobody's gonna just pay you to fly across the country or to fly to a different country if you've never done it before um they want to see that that's something you're already doing and that you do specialize in that you have to prove yourself in order to get there um and I would suggest doing it on your own and decide if it's something you actually like because you might see the Instagram highlight reel of how amazing and cool it is and the photos that they're getting and all this stuff. But at the same time, what you're not seeing is how much work had to go into planning that trip, how much that actually cost and all the different little nitty gritty things that go into planning a huge trip like that and coordinating everything. It's a ton of work and it's not for everybody. Some people, like I said, it's for everybody and or, it's not for everybody. It's for some people, but it's not for everybody and it's not necessarily my thing. Like I think every now and then, Absolutely. I would love to take a trip and I'm totally down to do a few of those a year, but I could not be jumping on a plane every single weekend and leaving because, and maybe as a single person, I was more into that idea, but also as somebody who is now engaged and I'm starting to plan for my own family, that's not something that is 
working for my life anymore and I have priorities here. I have my horses that I'm taking care of and I do have a fiance and when I have kids, like that's not going to be something that I'm going to want to do all the time is to just jump on a plane or jump in a car and go drive five hours to go um, do my job. So to me, that's when my prices will go up. You know, there's there is a price for my time and I think we have to value that because family to me is a priority over everything and there you have to charge accordingly if that is something you're going to want to do and I see a lot of other photographers doing like the bucket list photo shoot places where they'll they say they'll go for free if you fly them to you know Bora Bora or whatever your dream location to shoot is and even that I used to have one of those lists and the more I thought about it again I'm like okay I mean yeah sure I, I mean I'd take a free trip to Bora Bora but like you know, does my fiance get to come? Do I get to bring a friend? Do I have to just go by myself? Because I feel like it's a whole different thing at that situation. So I really, and again, th these are just my thoughts and my opinions and you might be totally different and that's totally okay. But these, I just want you to encourage you to like really stretch your, your thoughts a little bit here and think about really truly deeply like is whatever that you're wanting, is it really what you want or is it just what you think you want? You know, the overall goal here is to become super, super clear on what it is that you're jealous of and why. Um, now, below that, if you're writing this down, I want you to write out a list of things in your life that you're grateful for. Like, seriously, just bullet point, dump list, all the things in your life that you're grateful for, that you have gratitude towards. Um, and I think this is a very important exercise that used to feel really, like, cheesy to me, but... I do this every single day. Every morning when I wake up, I write down my goals, my dreams, and things I'm grateful for. And I believe that starting your day with gratitude sets the tone for how you're going to move forward. And writing down your goals and dreams is really going to put that at the front of your mind all day long. And it's going to push you to work harder and to move towards those things. And I just truly think this exercise does change you. It has. I started doing this last year and it has been a miracle to my productivity. Since starting to do this in my morning routine, I have just, I've been able to accomplish so much more than I was before when I didn't have a direction for my day or I didn't put myself in the right mindset right in the very beginning of my morning. So I highly, highly encourage you to, to do that now and to possibly start doing that every single day um, and just see how you like it and see how it goes for you. Once that's done, I want you to close out all your other distractions. Close social media, turn off the TV, and go do something that inspires you. Go for a walk, go to the gym, listen to some music, whatever that might be. Clear your head and feel inspired. And once you do, come back and write down what it is that you want in your life. Like while you're out doing whatever it is, like if that's working out for you, like I said, go to the gym, Put on your, your pump-up playlist, and I really want you to just take some time to dream for yourself. I think comparison comes from when we stop thinking about what we want, and we start thinking about what other people want or what other people have, and we just manifest it into ourselves that we want what they have, when in reality that might not be true. So stop looking it around. Don't, don't look at other people right now. Just from the top of your brain, I want you to just think about when you imagine your life, whatever that might look like, what do you see? What, what is it that you want 
for yourself, for your relationships, your family, your career, everything. Write it all down and get specific. And then I want you to write down how you're going to get there. What steps are you going to take and how are you going to put them into play? And I did an entire episode on goal setting and making them achievable. It's episode number two, so make sure you go check that out if you haven't already because I think it's going to help you on this part a lot. Um, But why am I making you do this right now? We're talking about comparison. Like, why are we talking about dreams and goals? I really believe that getting super duper clear on what it is that you desire for yourself takes away any sense of jealousy. When you know what you want and why you want it and how you're going to get there, you stop looking around so much. Clarity is so important. Clarity is so important in life and business and it just really sets a trajectory for ourselves and I mean I know like students that I've coached I say you know when you're building a brand like you have to have so much clarity because you as a business owner aren't going to make a successful profit if you don't have clarity on what it is you do like who you serve and how you serve them you have to be so specific and not and and like i said be specific don't keep that idea very general the more you can break that down and really 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 get specific on it it's going to just like make everything so much easier on yourself a few other steps you can take too to assure that you stop those wandering eyes or thoughts is to unfollow the people who don't inspire you. If there's somebody you follow on Instagram right now who makes you cringe or just like feel tense every time you see one of their posts, or frankly, if you just feel anything less than joy when you see their name pop up, you need to unfollow them. Um, If it's a friend or somebody who you really know and unfollowing them feels kind of awkward, then you could just mute them, which means that you're still technically following them, but Instagram is not going to show you when they make a new post or it's not going to show you their stories um, unless you directly seek them out. Um, But I've, I mean, I've done both of these things. I have cleared out my followers or the the people I follow and then I have cleared out or I've I've you know either unfollowed people or I've muted people um to just keep my brain fresh and it, it and it might be to save relationships with some of these people because jealousy is such a weird thing and it really and you know everybody every single person on this planet is guilty of it um I don't think there's one person who could sincerely say they've never been jealous of anything ever or had those feelings of like comparing yourselves to what other people have um and so I think just out of sight out of mind is super important in order to keep your mindset healthier like, as a photographer, I actually don't follow a lot of photograph- other photographers because I would just, especially in the beginning, I would get super sick and tired of constantly seeing other work and feeling like I would just never be on that level. My editing didn't look as good or, you know, I wasn't booking out as much as I thought they were or something. And so I stopped following a lot of photographers to just keep my mindset clear. And another factor in that is when I was solely just doing like wedding photography and couples and I wasn't doing as much like coaching, I realized too, like, why am I following so many other photographers, especially if they aren't just like inspiring me? Um, They're not my clients, you know, my, you know, photographer people that I'm following, those aren't people that I am 
trying to book with. Those aren't people I'm trying to serve at that time. Um, it's a little different now, but I, you know, those were not clients to me. So why am I putting all my time and effort into to making other photographers like me? It's kind of like all the, everybody wants to get featured really bad, right? Like photographers, and I see it so much, and I did this in the beginning, like put so much effort into getting featured on accounts like Dirty Boots and Messy Hair or any of those big feature accounts. And, you know, I've been featured a couple of times and I just thought I was like so cool getting my picture put up on this thing. And it is cool. And it's not to say you shouldn't be proud of that. But at the same time, like, I, I mean, truthfully, like maybe it has for other people, but like that did nothing for my business. Like getting featured, like sure, to watch it get like a bunch of likes because it's on a big account. Maybe I had some photographers follow me after that, but I didn't see any growth in my business and I did not, and I've been featured in magazines. I have been featured, like I said, on blogs, websites, Instagram accounts, like there's been places and truthfully, like I did not see a huge return of investment from that. And so I kind of stopped putting a ton of pressure on that. Um, I, I think now it's it's still cool. And I think, you know, there's not to say like you you should just stop trying altogether or anything like that, because I do think it's it's fun. And, and as long as it's not something that you're putting your whole heart and soul into trying to get featured, because um, and again, like maybe it's worked for other people, but personally for me, it just didn't do a whole lot for me. And like I said, if you're a photographer and your client base is not other photographers, I feel like accounts like Dirty Boots and Messy Hair, like they're a majority of their following is other photographers. So if other photographers are not your ideal client, then that's not where you should be putting most of your energy. And I think I kind of touched on this before, but um, I just want to say too, it's okay to be inspired by somebody, but copying, big no-no. Stop trying to be sneaky and copy someone else's branding that they worked really hard to build. Their logo, color scheme, graphics, the words that they use, the way they edit, anything else, their website, whatever it is, pricing guides. I mean, there's so many things that <laughs> I have seen people straight up copy. I mean, I have seen it myself, like other photographers have straight up copied the format of my website or the, you know, words I use. I've seen them copy Instagram captions. I've seen them copy, you know, the way I say things or how I do things or the sale I have going on or whatever deal I'm offering. And, you know, it's like I said, it's okay to get inspired, but if you're just doing what everyone else is doing because you think it's going to work for you too and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, I wish I would have thought about that. And then you go and do it. Like, anytime I ever did something like that, it, again, never worked for me because it wasn't coming from an authentic place. So, I mean, honestly, like, inspiration is okay, but copying is not. Just put your eyes down and keep in your own lane because it's going, it seriously is going to change so much for you if you just do what you feel is right instead of doing what you think everyone else is doing um, because what works for them may not work for you and vice versa. Okay, so let's review everything that we've talked about. So number one, you want to get super, super clear on why someone or something makes you feel jealous or why you're comparing yourself to them. Number two, you want to get clarity on what it is that you want. Just you as an individual, what you want for your family, what you want for your career, your business, whatever that might be. 
get really clear on that and where do you see yourself going and why. And remember, this might change down the road. Um, it's not to say that you're, what you see for yourself now has to be what you see for yourself 10 years from now, but just as it is right now, what would be your goal? Uh, third is to create a plan on how you're going to achieve those things. What are you going to do to get there? What steps are you going to take? Um, and then four, unfollow anyone who does not inspire you or anybody who you are tempted to copy. Um, you just want to really stay in your own lane and do your own thing because you have something unique and special to bring that not everyone else is going to have. You, even if your business and your editing style, and I mean, if you're not a photographer, this applies to you still, like whatever it is, you know, you are your own unique person. You have your own special something to bring into the world. So stop thinking that if you form to what everyone else is doing, that you're going to be successful because I promise you, it's only going to make you feel bad about yourself and it's going to bring you down instead of bring you up. So if you just do the things that make you happy, no matter what anyone else thinks, um, if, if living on less of an income, but being able to live a lifestyle that you love is what you want, then do that. If being a stay-at-home mom is what you want and maybe that means you live on just one income, your husband's income or something, but that's what you want, like the priority is staying home with your kids instead of both of you working and going and making more money, if that's your priority, then then great. Stay at home and don't worry about the, the people that have, you know, all the other things because your priority was being able to stay home with your kids and vice versa. If it's the opposite, if you want, if both of you want to go to work so you can buy a bigger, nicer house and have these nicer things that you can afford, then great. Do that too. I think both sides are perfectly fine, but you just want to make sure that you're doing what's right for you and not what the world thinks you should do. All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope this episode was helpful and can hopefully change your perspective and your mindset when it comes to your life and your business. Remember, everyone's feeling the same way you probably are. And even those who you think have the best of the best, they struggle with the same feelings too. So let's lift each other up. Let's all go after our dreams and make this year the best one yet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Join the exclusive Facebook group for Branded Cowgirl listeners. And for all the links in today's show, you can find them in the show notes. And if you would be so, so kind to leave a review for this show, I would appreciate it more than you know. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Uh, reviews mean so much and they help me to continue to be able to produce all this free content for you guys. And it just takes a few seconds, but it seriously makes such a huge impact. So please, if you have time to go to go do that really quick, that would just that would mean everything to me. And heck, I may even give you a shout out on the show if you leave one. So make it good. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Bye, guys.